Good morning. What is good to find dolls? It is Sunday morning over here. Had a hard time falling asleep. Um, it's a little bit chit-chat in the beginning. You guys know how I do, but I will put a mark of when I start talking about the trading and what I learned. I think if you're new, intermediate, and even possibly advanced, you can benefit from some of the notes that I've learned so far. But yeah, so I don't know. I noticed that when I started doing intermittent fasting, my energy goes way through the roof. So um, I'm having more energy later into the night. But once I fell asleep, no problem. Um, Order some groceries to come in. So I will be cooking at home this week. Super excited. I already know what I'm making for, for, for eh, pretty much lunch. And then um, I've already done my 16-hour fasting window. Um, so I can eat anytime between now and 4 p.m. 4 p.m. is my cutoff. And then, you know, just drink my water. So I am drinking my water. I was reminded that, um, you know, and I will remind you, for those of you who kind of gravitate towards me, my rising sign is Virgo. So it has to do with health and wealth. Those things go hand in hand. So I find it appropriate. But... Um, even with my water, I was reminded, you know, some people don't need as much water as the rest of us. Um, so I reduced my water down to 1.7 liters and I allow myself to drink it throughout the day. And I found this really great electrolyte um, supplement because what happens is when you, if you do use water to flush your body out, you're also flushing out the electrolytes that you need and the, and the supplements. I think it's called sticks. I'll have to do a review on it. I've been wanting to do a review on it from when I was more active, like in the swimming pool and, you know, doing all that kind of stuff and heavy detoxing. So, but yeah, so I think we'll kind of just leave things there. Um, it's nine in the morning. I'm going to be getting rich. So with that being said, all right, so at the two minute mark, with that being said, let's jump into how I was able to synthesize some of the information that I think is really going to help me on the next level. Um, please understand that this is not, you know, I've taken multiple trading classes. I think that everybody has to go through through to find out what works for them and what matches their pattern. So with that being said, um, from the notes that I'm taking it from the, I think there's three top people that I took most of the information from, even though I was listening to other content creators that I've mentioned on here. So one of them is Kelly Koji. I binged, binge watched her stuff yesterday Highly recommend her. I'll probably do a separate feature on her so you can see her name in the thumbnail. And I have, I'm creating a playlist that I will make available to the public at some point so that you can um, kind of watch the same tutorials I did. But she, she's basically known as the um, chart sniper. And that t makes total sense because I've talked about how when we use the chart, like it, uh, you have to train your eye to look for it. And once I took, I think, well, I say took the classes from her. I do want to take her class. Um, and it does include the one month trading, um, what they call them calls like signals. Um, so they, they'll let you know what they're trading and stuff like that. Um, but once you take like even just the YouTube stuff from her, I was noticing like you put a chart in front of me and I, I can spot the reversals. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. And then the other person that I learned from um, was coincidentally the last video I watched yesterday, which is from Aristotle. I've been following him for a couple years. Um, I can also tell he's become an even better teacher. And the the video that I watched, don't worry, I will keep you guys posted on, on which one it was. I think it, let me... Um, yeah, just to kind of, if you're interested in it, this one is a game changer too. Um, it's on YouTube under the channel Honey Drip Network and Aristotle. And the vid video is titled, How to, How to Trade Options for Beginners Three-Step Process and Get Started Today. Okay. And then the third person, um, I'm going to have to try to remember, but those two for sure, I think helped push me over to the next level. So let's get into my notes. So from the, the top uh, stuff in terms of timing, right? So I've been talking about my morning routine and having healthy habits. So 
between the two, I've heard that you can get in the market like the first one or two hours are the most profitable. Do you have people that will stay and and from open to closing? Yeah, that's fine. I think it just depends. Like there are going to be some days where I'm just at home bored, but that doesn't mean I have to be jumping into trades all the time. It just, you know, if you don't have anything planned, then you can kind of observe it a little bit more. But if not, you know that you can go in. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about how to set your your um, income levels too or have targets. And once you hit your target, don't be greedy, in my opinion, right? <clears throat> Just call it a day and keep it pushing. So pr- most profitable hours are between one to two. Uh, I mean, one, the first one to two, sometimes three hours, the first one, two to three hours in the morning. Okay, and here's what the thing is. So we're going to start off, I think I broke it down into three categories, like charting, <clears throat> um, a little bit of the Greeks, and a little bit about the options, right? So charting, like if the, what I learned from the Aristotle guy is like, let them tell you a story, right? Let the candles tell you a story. So as you're walking it through, you're going to start off with the bigger time frame and then zoom into a sniper which is why i love you know listening to different traders they all talk about starting on a larger time frame and then with kelly it's kind of like sniping in and um when if you know anything about sniping which i don't but i think about the crosshairs and so you know like when when you see somebody in the movies look through the lens And there's certain triangulation or things that they're looking for. And, and those crosshairs are there. If you have trading view or stuff like that, you can see where how that applies because you're looking for certain patterns. And so once you zoom in and you see that pattern reversal or you see that candlestick, then you, you, you execute, right? So um, I'm going to talk mostly about trading, spy, and QQQ. And day trading it. Um, at some point, I I do have content for other, you know, like if you want to swing trade, um, type of a thing. But that's I don't I don't want to do that. So just kind of giving you that preface that I think my style is going to be just day trading, um, and so for day trading, um, you start off with the day time frame, and that's where you're going to start to set your support and and resistance, right? So it's going to be important for you to know how to do your support and your resistance on the larger time frame. And it, it the first first week or so is going to take a little bit of work because you're going to want to know what the year highs are. The 52-week high is, 52-week low, um, what it is for the month, what it is for the for the week. And then from there, you're going to just go into maintenance mode with... <clears throat> Looking at it like, you know, week to week, one, you know, one day, you know, the one day time frame, so on and so forth. Kind of like start to just zoom in and get a better picture of where you are. Because what you don't want to do is enter the market being you and you are plotting a, you know, a high and a low and not realizing that you're close to a 52 week high. And that in and of itself can have its... um you know, a a lot of fluctuation that can really throw you off a little bit. Um, I just remembered something else. You also want to know, let me type this in. You also want to know the, um, witching, the witching periods, witching season. Let me type this in here. I love that. Okay. So, um, so then if you're a day trader, the timeframes you're going to use for the most part are day, the one day, the one hour, the 15 minute, and then the five minute is where you're going to snipe, okay? The, that's where it's you're really zo- zooming in, and each candlestick represents that time frame. So if you go to the day chart, each candlestick represents one day. Um, and if you go to the hour, every candlestick represents that hour. If you go to 15 minutes, the that candlestick represents the 15 minutes, right? So now that you've done that, right, what you're going to do with that, ooh, y'all, let me, um, you're going to want to make sure that you're confirming the trend, right? Let me write this in, confirm trend. (laughs) 
confirm the trend. So, for example, if you go into the one day and you see that it's on a downtrend and then you go to the one hour and then you see another downtrend and then you get to the 15 minute and you see 15 or 5 minute, you know, both of those are favorites and it, it has an uptrend, then you can look for what would be resistance for when it's going to go back to the downside. One of the things I learned from uh, Kelly was trade, learn to chart both sides, right? Let me write this down. Also, um, chart both sides, right? So if you want to, and so then that's how she's also profitable. I think that's something that makes, sets her apart from the rest. Um, and so you're going to look for the most common area, you know, and then from there, you're going to chart, okay, if it, if it, breaks through this level, then you're going to either decide to go, you know, do a call or a put. And if it falls through a certain area, decide if you're going to do call or put. Um, yeah, so you're going to plot your support and resistance, right? Then the next part, the chart patterns and the candles are going to tell you stories. Um, you want to specifically look at chart patterns if you google it it's going to show you the um, head and shoulders it's going to show you the bilateral patterns those are equally as important too it's going to show you flag patterns okay so you're going to want to train your eye for that trading view has a tool that allows you to go over the candlesticks and so then that will help train your eye to see the w's the m's um the head and shoulders, the flags, right? And then um, you're also going to want to learn at least three three candles. Um, so chart patterns I learned from Kelly OG, OG. And the three candles I learned from Aristotle. And I think that those two combinations are like really off the charts because like, I was kind of good at it a little bit before, but this just took me to a whole other freaking level. I can spot the trend reversals. Um, still training myself to see the eyes a little bit and head and shoulders, like, but but the so let's get into it. Um, another thing too that some people will do is trade. Um, basically looking at volume to trade for reversals. So you get to a point where you can look at a chart and you're gonna if if you have the RSI. The RSI tells you if you're under undersold or overbought. <clears throat> you don't necessarily have to depend on it, but I remember my dad and I would look at it to kind of have a further confirmation of what is going on. But you don't want your chart to be, you know, packed on with all this stuff on there. But you want to be able to kind of see it in the bottom um, of the chart and kind of know, okay, yeah, this, this confirms what's going on. Some people will use the volume sticks at the bottom. So if volume starts to die down. You know that you're about to people are the, the buyers are exiting the market. And so, um, more people are selling. And so it, it might be time for you to do a put, right? <clears throat> um, so the three candles that he told us about, he's, so he put them in order of one, two, and then number three is ancillary. But I, I love all three of them. Listen, it's like the trinity for me. So the first one is you want to learn your dojis. And um, now that I'm thinking about it, there were four dojis that he mentioned in particular. Whoops. Hopefully I don't. Uh, four dojis. So let me go back to my note and tell them what you tell you what they are. One for sure was the dragonfly. <laughs> um, one of them was the long-legged doji. And let me see. Uh, uh, uh. Hold on one second. Oh my gosh. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah, I put it in the corner. <clears throat> oh, I didn't see the name of the first one. So the, the doji looks like a cross. Okay. Um, the regular one, right? So if you see that on a chart, know that there's a trend reversal happening. And then if you see the dragonfly, 
one, they have the gravestone one, and then the long-legged one, right? So that's like the number one. Like if you can spot that on a chart, that's a turn reversal right there. The second um, one that he told us, candlestick that we want to observe, is the pullback pin, right? The pullback pin. That one looks like kind of like a hammer that's either going to be up or down or the way the other way he describes it is a um a lollipop. So that one you want to look for the bullish Let me see what the other word is. Uh Oh, 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 bullish engulfing, okay? So you have the pin the pin bar at, at pullback Okay, so you're going to want to Google that one um, and you will buy the pin bar at the pullback. And he talks about how the second pattern. Well, I think he might have meant there was more than than that, because here it says pattern bullish bearish pin pullback. And then it says the second pattern is a bullish engulfing. And then the one after that would be the harami, right? So it's basically when the candlestick, um, if you have a candle that is kind of engulfed, whether it's on the left or the right of the, the candle, um, on if it's on the right-hand side of, a, of the candle, if the smaller candle is on the right-hand side of a larger candle, then that's called the harami. Harami means pregnant in... I was going to say in Spanish, <laughs> in Japanese. So then now you're looking for pregnant bellies. And anytime it's on the right-hand side, you're going to see it like how it ticks in the opposite direction. And then the other one was the engulfing candle, which is if it's if the smaller candle is on the left-hand side and the full body of the candle on the right is like taking over, that, that means that there's a trend reversal too. So when he's showing it to me, I'm like, oh my God, I see it, I see it, I see it. I see the, I see the harami, I see the doji, I see the engulfing bodies, like spot on, right? So I have to go back and add that part to my notes because um, it could be four. So let me type in four candle patterns. It's four. Um, so yeah, so you want to know the dojis, you want to know the engulfing candle, you want to know the harami, and you want to know the pullback pin method. Those are the four. Dojis has four, um, candles within itself, okay? But it's really easy, um, and I think that's a fun one to start off with first, because you'll really get a kick out of just seeing those crosses, and then go look at any chart and right there like that, that can transform the way that you view, you know, any anxiety of getting in and out. Start with the dojis. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Then <clears throat> um, Aristotle is the one that said the 200 EMA is the most accurate. He said it. So at some point I will probably put that on my chart. I'm going to take it from him. This guy charts any, he makes anywhere between 10 to 14,000 a day. He has a trading group. He's been around for years. It's been nice to see him. You know, I, I've been following him for a while. Um, I did take his um, Discord, but it was just too much noise going on in there, especially for the level that I was in. I don't know that I'll go back into it because it's like one thing I, I kind of understand why a lot of women are not in trading, especially with the discords, because the language in there is mad foul. People are getting high and it's just like, oh, my gosh, you know, type of a thing. And it was just it was just so much. But um, but. I really do appreciate that he wants to spread the word of financial freedom to everyone. And so he becomes better at um, explaining it. That, this, that was a, a really good body of work um, that he did. So <clears throat> the next thing is, oh yeah, so we talked about how we've covered chart patterns and candles, right? And then um, Kelly OG, O-G-H-E-E -E on YouTube, she um, t teaches you how to chart both sides. I'm, I'm not going to even try to explain it too, too much here on, you on YouTube, <laughs> on the podcast. And then the other thing next we want to, oh, so another thing that you might want to have on your <clears throat> chart is y'all know a, a while back I did 
a podcast um, talking about how Marin Altman, who she she's a trader also, but she also does like horoscope zodiac, and so she talks about how she uses the moon indicator, the moon phase indicator to see the cycles. And y'all, I just thought about it, so I do need to when I'm done here go back in and just type in her name. Excuse me, Marin Altman, and just type in lunar phases or moon phases for trading. Um, should have done that yesterday, whatever, what have you. But um, I just went ahead and put moon phases on trading view, and the generic one that came up, y'all, it really took my breath away. And I don't know if I'm gonna go back to the one that she had because I felt like that one was complex and I had a hard time following it. So, but with the um regular moon phases one. It will make your jaw drop drop just as much as the doji because you're going to see where the patterns are. I, I wrote it down on my calendar because I don't want I didn't want to get confused between the new moon and the full moon. But you can see every time that it's a new moon, the prices drop and every time it's a full moon, the prices go up. And I kind of remember it, too, because it's aligned with my cycle. And so it's going to be so cool because when it's that time of the month and I just want to be at home, the market is going to be going up and I'll just be at home just collecting the coins. And when it's a new moon, I'll be out doing what I want to. That That's how I kind of program myself to remind it. So that's a bonus for women too. you know, just kind of look at if you're synced with the moon, I'm synced with the full moon. When it's a full moon, let's make this money, baby. And I think it's going to be so much fun for me, too. It is a blessing in disguise because it's like, I hate being at home with nothing to do. So it's like, oh, well, yeah, it's that time of the month. But listen, let me sit at these charts. Let me grab my bags. And as soon as it's over, I'm I'm good. Another thing you should know why that's important is because the banks trade off of the... um off of the lunar or the moon cycles. So um, you will start to notice the reversal like two to three days before the moon. Moon starts to kick in, you know, the moon goes to new moon or full moon. So um, just kind of look for that. And then once you understand to look for that doji or that pattern reversal, you already know what time it is. Game time, whoop, right? <laughs> Basketball days. So, so yeah, there's that part. Then um, the other thing when we're talking about plotting out your your calendar, there's something called the witching. Like um, I know we call it witch, witching season, which December is the ultimate witching season. It kind of explains why a lot of like seasoned um, traders don't trade in December. Warren Buffett stops trading after it. Like I think is it like after the summer type of a thing he's done for the year, but. Um, <clears throat> Basically, every um, every third Friday, unless it's, it's like a holiday or something like that, every third Friday is um, like witching day, I guess is what you would call it. And so that is when the markets and everybody is kind of, um, I think of like, it like musical chairs. They go in there and they decide. So it's every third um, Friday of the month. And then every, um, on the last month, it's kind of like that witching period where it's like the ultimate. So you're going to have four of those every year, right? Like four mega ones every year, but December is like the culmination of all of it. But so every third Friday of the week of the month, everybody's kind of reassigning what's important. What do we want to keep? What do we want to throw away? You know, so some things might go to the upside, some things might go to the downside. And so there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, um, volume, which are a lot of fluctuations. Bruno. (laughs) There's a lot of fluctuations, right? So you want to be careful with that. I think that if you're a new player, you kind of want to be careful because if you, it, if you are not aware of that and you get caught up in a in a wide swing up or down, you know, it, it can really kind of throw you off a little bit. So I know for the journal that I'm going to make, I'm going to give you the opportunity to plot in when is that third Friday and look at that visual so that you make sure you're prepared for that. And then so it'd be like, it'd be on March, uh, 
March, April, May, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, September, June, September, October, November, December, right? The that though December is just kind of like that third week, just be extra cautious. November, we started to notice the sh- shenanigans too. Um, when I first started trading. So those are the, the things you want to be aware of. Um, and then in terms of options, one thing that I learned that was unique, I think, in compared to what everybody's telling you about the Greeks, you do want to learn the Greeks. The the Like, for example, Delta will tell you how much money you will make. Theta has to do with the K. Um, um, gamma will tell you how much it will kind of like amplify the, um, the, the profit or loss, but Delta will kind of tell you how much you can make from that, from that, from that, that, that certain option. Okay. But here's, and so there's, there's people that talk about that stuff. I'm just going to be looking at the Delta like, okay, so this give, this will give me $36. Uh, let me get two contracts. That will push me closer to $96. Try to go for $100 for that trade. Um, and then, you know, have my stop loss and whatever, what have you. Um, What was interesting is learning the spread, right? So I've always heard people talk about like, oh, you want to make sure the spread, the spread, the spread. But I just didn't understand what they were saying. But basically, the spread is the difference between the the bid and the ask, right? So if the bid... Bruno, I'm right here. So if the bid... And I think we're going to make it right around the 35-minute mark. This is not going to take long at all. Um, oh, here we go. Okay. So for example, if the bid is a dollar and 39 cents, um, per share, cause you're buying it in, in sets of a hundred. So your contract would cost you $139, right? But, um, if, if the bid was a dollar and 39 cents and the ask is a dollar and 42 cents, that's a $3 spread. So that before you can make profit, that, that option would have to move up $3 and that's a hell of a move. And I, if I'm not mistaken, he did this on a spy chart, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so um, that that's not good. I put no bueno, right? But, um, so, but on that same option thing, if you have a bid that is for 96 cents and the ask is 97 cents, then that's only $1 spread. That's more profitable. There was another example on the same thing where it was like, if it's 62 cents for the bid and the ask is 64 cents, that's a $2 spread. So you might want to just go for the $1 ones. And it was so interesting because this is all under the same, same areas. And so it's funny because one was 139, one was 96, one was uh, 62. So it was like the spread when you go down the options was like one was a $3 spread, one was a $1 spread, one was a $2 spread, and then it went back to a $1 spread. So it, it doesn't necessarily mean that because you're going in descending or ascending order that it means that it's from better to worse. You have to really look at the deltas. Another thing that he talked about with the delta... Oh, there's a guy called Trading Tech Conversations. Oh my God, I hope I remembered to add him to the playlist. Um, he talks about um, when you're looking at the, especially if you're in Robinhood, it will tell you how many people are in the market to, to um, that are asking a certain price for you to buy. And so you're always going to want to make sure that you have more people um, you you want to make sure that there's a good number between the number of people that want to ask for something, but also the number of people that are willing to sell it at that price, right? So if you have a low number of people asking for a, a you know willing to sell, it, I don't want to confuse you too much, but oh my gosh, that was a really good one too because um, you kind of have to understand, depending on if you're doing a call or a put, if you're doing a bid or ask. So I think that's what it kind of comes down to. And I don't want to confuse you. But if you are trying to buy an option and <clears throat> the ask, even though it sounds like you would be the doing the asking, you're the one doing the bidding. So the seller is going to be the one asking you 
if you want this you know contract you're gonna have to pay it at this amount and only a few people would probably be willing to sell it to you like super high which basically lets you know they're not willing to sell it uh type of a thing there's not a lot of demand but they don't care and and you will learn more about that when you do like cash secured calls and puts and or leaps and so it's like um at some point when i build up my account i will get back into leaps where it's kind of like i will just buy leaps for like something like vti or something i have to go you know something small that has dividends and i'll just put it up for sale um but i'll put it really high to where i'm still gonna get a premium and i still get my dividends and then if there's no buyers i still keep my my stuff so there's that part um we're almost done y'all this is wild and i'm gonna put this probably i'm not sure if i'll do it on a powerpoint but i'll definitely put it in a journal um so that you can have a way to chart like what is the high what is the low what is the resistance point what is the entry point oh another good person that i learned from i y'all know i've been also watching like i think is it trading with brandon and i think it's trading with brandon and he has been really good. Like, I, I think I'm not going to follow, like, the rest of his stuff down to the T. But it really helped me uh, to even understand how to use the Fibonacci. I think that the Fibonacci is good for you in terms of um, if you're kind of starting new. But um, Kelly Ogu sets up her own Fibonacci. Like, I think that's the healthier way to do it. But if you need a starting point, then you can start off with the Fibonacci. And I, I do have a podcast on who does an excellent job of explaining the Fibonacci. And I think that it's it's good if you watch that too. It will help you understand what Kelly means when she says um, chart up and chart down. Because instead of you just going in one direction, you're going in both. And now you can play up and down, right? But um, he was... so So now that you have the candlesticks, like for example... The, the candlestick is going to tell you when to get in as well. So we're talking about like sniping on top of sniping on top of sniping, like being able to, to see where the pattern reversals are and those candlesticks, like the wick, the little long sticks at the end of the, the candles are going to tell you where to get in and where to get out. Aristotle does talk about it in his video a little bit. I think he's the, the easiest one to kind of understand how to get in and out. So I would say... Quickest way, just go to the Aristotle guy that I mentioned earlier. Aristotle, it was Honeycomb, Honeycomb Drip Network, and Aristotle was the name of his channel. Um, the one that says three plus step process, um, start today. That will be like the the best one. But you also want to watch Kelly OG's. Um, I think she says like how to get like a thousand dollars a day or something like that, right? It's it's gold, but don't worry, I will um definitely do separates on that one. And then as we're closing out, um he talks about how you can for example he recommends Aristotle recommends a 2020 um trading strategy, which is like only use twenty percent of your trade to get into a trade. So if you have twenty five hundred, you would use one five hundred, one five hundred, one five hundred, one five hundred, one five hundred. So you'd have five um trades that are only within that one, you know, that you're only spending five hundred on that. Um set your stop losses. I know that we've talked about that for a little bit. You don't want to just let it drain out completely. And then um your target goal would be to get a hundred dollars back from each of those trades. So that's an easy way to get five hundred dollars a day. Me, I'm going to start off conservatively. I'm aware that um, I may not get five different trades in the day, but I think that my approach is going to be, um, oh, the other thing is you want to get 20% returns, which is really conservative. It's one of the most conservative amounts. So when your um, $500 option, right? gets the 20% profit, take it and, and walk away right, type of a thing. Um, and so you do have people that are more experts in those areas that will tell you to let it run up and you have to know how to let it run up. And so then now we're talking about 30% profit, um, 
400% profit, 500% profit. But I think I agree with him that especially if you're trying to grow the account and if you're talking about scalping, with scalping is basically you're kind of like that naughty little squirrel that's just like, oh my gosh, there's this big tree. I'm not going to cut the whole tree down and take all the the the... the the acorns. I'm just going to go in. I'm going to creep up there. I'm going to snatch with my little one acorn, you know, fit whatever I can fit in my cheeks. And then I'm going to book it. I'm going to just run. And I say that because I have squirrels. I don't know if there's squirrels or chipmunks in my, in the front. And, <laughs> and so, and, and in the backyard too, but, um, but you will see they're so sneaky though. Like they'll see you and they'll just be like, run up into the tree and then it's like they'll just kind of stay there for a little bit and they come out and get their like one little portion so like you just want to go in grab what once secure the bag and then exit and you will get better at it but i think you have to give yourself time right so the way i'm gonna do it is i i like the idea of starting off with 20 percent. that adds up really quick i like the idea of taking 2500 um to kind of start off with and then, um, uh, that's pretty damn good earnings, y'all. $500 a day, five days out of the week. That's pretty damn good earnings. Um, of course you're going to have losses in there. Um, I think there was something else I wanted to say about the calendar. So like what I'm going to do for my, my plan is the way I did a, a little calendar for myself of how I want to do it. And incorporate the uh, but we we can probably go Mm-mm-mm. and I think that's pretty easy y'all like I, I could you know um uh uh um 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 <laughs> Hold on one second. Here we go. So this is just kind of like how I plan to do the trading, right? So like for the first month, um, 30, I want to do profit between 30 to 100 a day. And that's okay. Like at, at least for the first couple of weeks, just be comfortable getting in and out. And then the second month, so day 30 to 60, do 60 to 200 a day. Um, which is obviously on the more conservative side than what he's saying, but you know, it, I don't want to feel pressure to, um, perform too much. I'd rather get them right, get in, get out. Um, and then once I'm more comfortable, then I'll work my way up to that, you know, 20%, five contracts and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And so then by the third um, well, no, by the fifth month, I should be getting closer to $480 a day. Um, and so one of the things that Aristotle talks about and, and the other traders too, trading is one of the most scalable. It's one of the most scalable sectors for you to get into. You can just, you know, you get comfortable trading one contract, then you go up to two, then you go up to five, then you go up to eight, then you go up to 10, then you go up to 15 and 20 and 30. And then once you're comfortable, you can trade up to a hundred contracts, right? And so, but it's about making sure you have a solid foundation, making sure that you understand, you know, what you're looking at. And, and quite honestly, from what I saw from Aristotle and Kelly OG, I can see why they're profitable. The, here's a fun fact about Kelly OG. She is only, I think at the time that I'm um, seeing her stuff now, she's if I say she's 22, I've probably added one more year to her. Um, she started trading when she was 18, 19. She self-taught herself. She taught self-taught herself. Um, and um, I think it's just a stroke of luck too, but this is all about condensing the time, collapsing the timeline. So she catches it. She's spreading the information. I'm here to reaffirm out of everything I've learned. If I had to choose between two, it'd be those two. That's the game changer for me. So I'm still taking classes from other people to learn how to get in and out of stuff. Um, 
type of a thing. But so she went from she bought her dad her a Lamborghini. She bought her parents a, a million dollar house. Um, she um, she was able to grow. If I'm not mistaken, it's like twenty six twenty six dollars to was it like a thousand or something um and type of thing so it's profitable it's scalable but you have to know what you're doing and I think that it's a unique opportunity for me to have heard everything and be like nah these two combined those are two powerhouses and drown out the rest of what could be noise um, another thing too is I will only be trading like SPY and QQQ. That being said, I can understand because she started trading Forex. My only thing with Forex was that the um, trading platforms, y'all, I feel like they're shady. Like, I think that they're, but, and so if, if Kelly OG, I, I haven't watched her Forex stuff, but I understand why she did it because once you understand the patterns, yeah, it, it, it's a wrap, like you know, I, I promise you. Um, but so here's, let's close out with this. So Aristotle had given us this chart. He's like, there are 500. No, 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 that's not right. <clears throat> how many trading days are there in a, how many trading days are there in a year? Cause we have 365 days, but they have holidays and weekends off. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, there are 250 trading days for the year, right? So y'all get weekends off, although SPY, if I'm not mistaken, QQQ and VTI do trade on the weekends. For those of you who like to trade on the weekend. um, So if you traded for $100 a day, that would be 25000 a year. If you traded and had a profit of 200 a day, that would give you 50000 a year. If you traded at $400 a day profit, that would push you over to $100,000 a year. If you traded $1,000 a day, that would give you two fifty dollars a year. $2,000 a day would give you half a million a year. And if you did $4,000 in trades a year, a day, that would give you a million dollars. So <clears throat> part of that being said is you have to treat this trading like a salary versus a get-rich trick or get-rich quick scheme. Um, definitely be in it for the long haul. And I will say this too, you want to make sure that you are locking up your funds. If you, you know, whatever profit percentage profit I have, I'm going to send it into my retirement account in Robinhood and let that grow. And that means I can't touch it and I can't get back into there for five years without getting penalized. I'm going to have some money to kind of take care of some things I have to take care of at home, my regular expenses, and the rest goes back into my trading balance. <clears throat> All right, y'all. So that's kind of my plan. I hope this was helpful. I am definitely going to create a journal where you can just do those type of things and make it like a 90-day journal so that by the time you're done, like the, the patterns that is going to be so healthy. Of course, I'm going to test it out for myself. But then at some point I might do a PowerPoint and go on YouTube and just share what I've sh uh, what I've learned. It is not financial advice for those of you who are here with me new. Um, I look forward to posting my my earnings and not my losses, not so much, but and so you'll get to see how my trading account grows. Um, this will be like the umpteenth attempt to do that, but um, yeah. So stay tuned. I will probably, unless I find something else new, I will come back on Wednesday, maybe Wednesday afternoon. I get my first trading one-on-one -on -one session with somebody I found. I already love her style. I um, booked her and she was like, she's excited. I'm excited. She's like, girl, just bring your laptop on your notepad. Let's do it. I'm like, let's go. Mm. So, um... I'm just going to go through and, and check in with her. I'm going to see if I, there's a way I can give you her her information without jeopardizing, you know, if I have to unfollow, then, you know, you guys can go in and book with her. Her prices are really reasonable. Kelly OG also has a reasonable Discord. I think that you would benefit from, but I would say that 
I'm going to take it. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to sign up for one month from her and access the tutorials that she has. Um, because there's some stuff that obviously, but $75 is not bad. Plus you get signals. Um, so that right there is going to help you out a little bit. You do not want to do just cut and pasting. Um, I know my dad and I did that cause we were just kind of like all this body of water of information and not knowing what to do with it. But I would say definitely find a niche, find out, it will take a little bit of time to figure out what you like. I love the sniper thing. I, I love, you know, because I am visual, I can spot the stuff. And if you teach me what I look for, I can do that. And then, um, yeah. Is there anything else? This is already a long po podcast, so let's hop off of here. But yeah, come back probably for sure Wednesday afternoon and I will look for ways to give her your give her the information if I'm happy with the training. But I already like I can tell it's good energy. I'll probably take a couple of classes from her. <clears throat> but Kelly OG has a great class. Um if you want to start off with her YouTube stuff. And then she has signals. Aristotle, if I'm not mistaken, has a free book. I may sign up for that one. But the space I'm in right now, I kind of want to just create my own stuff without being influenced from what other people are doing. Because I know how I like things. I like them light and open and easy to like big spaces to write in. And I don't want to look at somebody else's stuff and then cram in a bunch of information. Right. And type of things that I feel like could be noise. It's like, I want to see what it's like to synthesize the information and make it as easy as possible for you to just, if you start writing in like, okay, what is the spread? What is the delta? What is the gamma? And like little journal prompts to be like, okay, if it's above this, then, you know, reconsider. If it's below this, reconsider. What is your support? What is like writing it in it? And so you're going to be doing that same pattern over and over and over for 90 days to where it's like you are going to develop those healthy habits, you know, um, and know what to look for. So that's kind of, that's the reason why I haven't really ordered anybody's books per se, because I want to synthesize the information for myself. And I, I do have a hard time learning. I, I'm being reminded I have a little bit of like, um, learning disability a little bit, but I didn't know until I was like working on my doctorate program. And I took a course that helped me understand how I learn um, and so, you know, but I never gave up. I've always just stuck to my guns. And, um, and so I know because if I have a difficult time understanding something and if I can make it easy for you to understand, then it, you're listening, you're going to be like light years ahead of it. Right. So, but all right, y'all, I am hungry. It's cause I know what I'm going to make for lunch. Okay. So I'm going to finish drinking my water. going to go make some lunch. I, I got the stepper. I'm the number one stepper. Call him up. Da -da 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 -da. Still love you like that. So I bought it. It's there in the living room. But, and this is the thing. I have weak fingers. So I'm having a hard time pulling up the little legs. So that they can have the hydraulic stuff that I need to do the stepper. But I do want to get some exercise in today using the stepper it, at home. I'll probably just do that while I'm listening to some music. And um, I might put it outside and then my dog is just going to run in circles around me. I don't know. Um, or just watch something on the big screen. I don't know. Probably find a good movie. Get my hour in. So that's my project for today, y'all. <laughs> All right. I hope you have an amazing day. Until the next one. Peace. One more teeny tiny thing. This was so cool too that I learned was um um and you will learn this from Aristotle is you want to do you want to go in 15 cents 15 cents above the entry uh level. So he's going to tell you how to use the candle like and look at the wicks. But that's about the harami. <laughs> Yo, I came on here because where is it? 
Um, he talks about this around the 27 minute mark. So let me see if I can find it real quick. I'm not re-recording this. We went over the Harami. Oh yeah, here we go. So if it's if the candle is bullish, meaning it's going up, you're going to want to learn the terms bullish and bearish. Um, so if you're on taking a bullish trade, you want to go 15 cents above the highs, the highest high. And then I think for sure for the bullish. Now, that being said, I'm going to have to go back and watch it because then what do you do if it's, uh, hmm. Like, it made sense at the time I was doing it, but, um, I imagine if you're doing the opposite, it would be 15 cents. below the lowest low i'll have to go back and watch it y'all but hey this is this is how you start to question but at the same time there's something to be learned there um if you're taking a bullish trade you're going to so the three that he's looking at um your entry points are going to be off of the engulfing candle the hammer candle and the harami candle and so once you see those um, you're going to go off of the wick, 15 cents uh, away from the wick, the top of the wick, which is the highest high. You're going to go at the top of the hammer candle. The hammer candle has, it looks like a lollipop, so it has a stick down, but not a, a wick above. So it's just going to be flat at the top. And then the harami is the one that that one's like a huge, in this case, like a red candle and then a small candle. Um, it's the opposite of the engulfing, right? <laughs> um, that's the harami is the pregnant one, right? And once you get the visualization, like it makes sense. The golf engulfing is the opposite in that the small candle is on the left hand side. But um, when that one has a wick, at the top of that wick is when you do fifteen cents above the highs for that one. And yeah, I thought that was a really cool tip too. Um, yeah. All right, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Okay, there is one more thing. Um, cause I've basically I'm in the space where I'm just re rewriting what I had written down in my notes. I could probably take a screenshot. Y'all go and see my handwriting. It's kind of wilding. All right, and so one other thing I learned from Kelly OG was to look for gaps, y'all. So you throw in looking at chatter, uh, chatter parts. <laughs> Chattern parts, <laughs> chart patterns, um, understanding the top, I'm going to say it's four candlestick patterns, um, uh, and then looking for gaps are going to be, I think, the top three within the chart patterns that you need to find. Yes, um, support and resistance um, should go without saying. But if you get those, like, three things, um, yeah. So, for those of you, I'm going to re-record this probably in another week or so. Like, every week, I'll just keep kind of crunching it down a little bit more. And then I'll, it will probably, it, this is just part of my, my exercise. But, yeah, it, um, Kelly OG will teach you how to look for gaps, y'all. Those gaps, oh, my gosh, okay? Um... And so if you combine that with looking at when there's pattern reversals and then you're going in and you let that thing fill the gap, woo-wee! All right, y'all. Talk to you later. Bye.